0: Will C.J. Stroud start Saturday if he is healthy? An update on the health of Seven Banks and Harry Miller, as well as why the college football playoff expansion vote was put on hold. All that and more in this live episode of Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On, Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast, and we are live on Facebook and, excuse me, I keep saying Facebook, live on YouTube, Locked on Buckeyes on the YouTube and Twitter once again. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Stevens 7 and man, oh man, oh man, we have so much to get into today. On this past Saturday evening, yes, it is weird to state that Saturday's game against the Akron Zips was in prime time. But this Saturday evening, we saw CJ Stroud not start the first game, his first game of this season. Kyle McCord, true freshman quarterback, got the start along with Jack Miller the third, taking over the reins as the starting as a quarterback in this game in the second half. CJ Stroud's health has been something that has been on the forefront that we have all been looking at and wondering CJ, are you okay? CJ, How hurt is your arm? Ryan Day, have you guys known about this injury and put him out there when he is not healthy enough to play? It all came down to this week being an Akron week, being in kind of the last ramp-up game before the rest of the season, which is the rest rest of the games are Big Ten football opponents. C.J. Stroud didn't start last game. He did start throwing again this past Sunday, looks to start practicing on Wednesday, or excuse me, On Tuesday, and all roads are leading to C.J. Stroud once again, starting for your Ohio State Buckeyes. Many people out there have been very, very critical about C.J. Stroud, have been very, very critical about some of the plays that have been called, have been very, very critical about the rotations and what players and how many players are playing in each and every game. However, when you look at last week's game, nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody, you may find somebody, I wonder how they can do this. You look and see how many guys played in the Akron game. When you play a team like that, when you play a team you're supposed to blow out, you're going to get a lot more guys that haven't played on the field just yet playing in that game. So you saw guys like Evan Pryor, true freshman running back, score his first touchdown of his collegiate career, Ohio State football playing career. You saw guys, Demario McCall in quite a few plays on defense. You saw Still Chambers, who continues to impress a lot of us on defense at linebacker, lead the team, lead the linebackers in tackles in that game, and so on and so forth, and so on and so forth. There was going to be a lot of things going on about who plays and nobody, I don't think anybody can complain about the amount of guys that played in that game. C.J. Stroud's health is number one. It's at the forefront of everybody's mind. And it's why Ryan Day, Corey Dennis, uh, Kevin Wilson, and all the offensive coaches, they all have to answer questions. They will get fielded questions about C.J. Stroud and his health. I don't believe, based off some of things that Ryan Day said in his presser on Monday, that Kyle McCord is ready right now. He is going to put as much thought into replacing C.J. Stroud once he is back starting for this team as he did, Ryan Day is. He's going to do that just like he did at the beginning of the season or a couple weeks ago. I firmly believe when you have your starter, unless he's playing atrocious football, unless he's playing football that nobody, and I mean absolutely nobody thinks a starting quarterback should should play and should, um, should have those plays out there that really make him look like he is not the guy Unless that's the case, you keep him out there and you keep playing with this young man, C.J. Stroud. Absolutely, keep rolling with him. There are people out there I know for sure that will say, "Well, Kyle McCoy wins 13 for 18 over 300 yards. Uh, he won an award from the Big Ten it is befo- because of his because of his performance over the weekend." That's true. That's amazing. Remember, remember the opponent. Remember that sometimes your players, your receivers, will make you look better and will help pad those stats even when you make some bad reads and some bad throws and some throws you should not make. Take away the backwards pass on the first drive. Take away the interception. There are things that Kyle McCord is ready to learn, that needs to learn. Stroud as well. Nobody is exempt from learning anything. However, I am very excited about the future with CJ Stroud start at, at back as he starting quarterback if he is healthy that's to be determined but it surely seems like if he's throwing on Sunday and he's back at practice or planning to be planning to be back at practice on Tuesday surely seems like all roads are leaning or leading to CJ Stroud starting once again does that put fear into opponents like Rutgers, opponents like Maryland, opponents like Penn State, uh, against opponents like the team up north? That's to be determined. Everybody's going to approach this thing and figuring out how to stop C.J. Stroud in their own personal way. Their personnel is different. Their base defensive set and look is different and so on and so forth. But this time off, this week off for C.J. Stroud, I firmly believe is ideal. It was timed very well. He can sit on the sidelines and learn about some of the throws that maybe he would have made. Maybe he he would have made some of the same throws that Kyle McCord or Jack Miller made. Sometimes they were successful. Sometimes they were not. And you're able to learn a lot from being on the sidelines, yes, you can learn things while playing. You can learn things while on the sidelines as well. All roads lead to C.J. Stroud starting this week if he is healthy. It's that time of year again, and all irons are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action This season, get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest two hundred thousand dollar NFL survivor contest open now at betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your one hundred percent welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sports book experts from one guy who is playing to get back onto the field to a guy that played on the field played in the played in his very first game of the season this past well no started his very first game of the season this past week mr seven banks going into this i, I always say going into the season but this is kind of where we are with, with this team right now and with this the help of this team A lot of people out there are saying, going into the season, we expected this, and however, we're not getting the thing that we thought we were going to get. It's unfortunate that sometimes there are players out there, there are people out there that are not getting the thought or the players on the field that we expected, And right now, with Seven Banks health and with Seven Banks not starting until this past week, we all got to see and we all get to see exactly what Seven Banks is right now. He was hurt. Seven Banks himself. He dressed. He didn't dress, didn't play. Well, not just didn't play. He didn't dress. No, he dressed. Wow. I can't read my notes. He dressed, but didn't play against Minnesota and Oregon. He played very little against Tulsa. He started against Akron his first game of the year was him pl- starting that game and that was because partly because Cam Brown who was the other starting corner on the opposite side of Denzel Burt Cam Brown did not play so Seven Banks came in to start in that game. According to Pro Football Focus Seven Banks has 67 snaps in 2 games. Here is why. And I've been very well, I've been wondering and very curious about why he was out. Seven banks. Seven. Uh, seven banks suffered a knee injury during spring practice. He also suffered a subsequent setback in preseason camp as well. So I didn't expect at any any time or any point in time that the injuries that were that were suffered during spring camp were going to linger and maybe lead to another injury. And by leading to another injury, you find and we find that Seven Banks and other players are not playing right now. Seven Banks, sure, Seven Banks looked like a guy last week in last Saturday's game that hadn't got much run this year, that hadn't played very much at all. When you're in his shoes and you're playing in the way that he is, your first start of the year, yeah, you're going to get picked on. One thing we have learned about Denzel Burke and the way that these coaches and quarterbacks view him as a corner, even though here is that he is a true freshman, they ain't testing that man. They are not testing him. I got a text during last week's game. I think it was in the second quarter, and someone said, where is Denzel Burke? And I said, well, um, he's on the field. It's just nobody throws his way. He's he's proven that himself in that way early on in the season. You ain't trying to test me. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Y'all ain't, trying to throw my, y'all ain't trying to throw my way. And this person came back and said, well, I'm going to need Denzel Burke to play his position and Seven Banks's because right now I'm not happy with the way that he is playing. Well, I'm not either. But when you're not getting playing time, when you're – Recovering from an injury, many people thought he was in the doghouse, but we're getting a lot more information about why he did not play. When you're in his shoes and you're playing in this way, honestly, it makes sense as to why Seven Banks looked the way that he did, not just against Tulsa, but also against Akron. He's trying to get his foot under, his his feet wet, figure out his footing, figure out a, a whole lot about this particular game and how his body is going to react to the cuts that he made previously to so many things that go into him playing on the football field. Seven banks look to see a whole lot more of him. And I hope his injury issues and problems this year, or excuse me for the rest of his life playing career are over, not just seven banks. But there's another mammoth human being for Ohio state who did not play, has not played one game all season, who, who, was expected to be the starting center this year. Harry Miller will be available against Rutgers. He had been away from the team due to some health issues. My one interesting thought about Harry Miller coming back to the team and playing this year, Luke Whippler hasn't looked bad. Now, he is the backup center. He has started the first four games, but Harry Miller I mean, excuse me, Luke Whippler hasn't looked bad. Actually, the offensive line at times has looked really, really good. There have been times the Oregon game where I'm like, mm, mm got to fix some things very, very quickly. But Harry Miller himself, if he comes back, I do think it solidifies or going to see more of a well-oiled machine going forward. A little update, well, not update on the schedule. Let's look at the schedule here very, very quickly. October the 2nd, this coming Saturday, the 3.30 Eastern kick against Rutgers. The following Saturday is a 12 noon Eastern kickoff against the Maryland Terrapins, the 16th that Saturday. The Buckeyes are off, and I do believe on the 30th, the 30th, no, the 23rd, excuse me, I had to get my dates correct. On the 23rd of this month, of October, excuse me, the next month, Ohio State does go on the road to Bloomington to play the Indiana Hoosiers. And then the following week, they do play Penn State. So let's just say Harry Miller comes back. He starts this week against Rutgers. He starts the following following week against Maryland. You're going to have a week off. Now, I know that there's testing and things going on in school. But you're going to have a week off to kind of recover, test your body, see how things are going for you at this time, as well as realize If my body and if I am responding in a way that I believe I should and I believe is good for me right now. Harry Miller coming back. It's exciting. I I firmly believe you think this offensive line has looked good at times or above average at times. Wait till Harry Miller comes back and he goes back to playing the very position that he came to Ohio State to play. He got a bad reputation last year based off his play. And I do think Harry Miller, not knocking him, But when you're playing along on on an offensive line with Ther Mumford, with Nicholas, Nicholas Petit Frayer, with Josh Myers, and with Wyatt Davis, somebody has to be the weakest link. And last year, I believe it was Harry Miller going from playing center two left guard, there's different calls, your footwork is going to be different, your approach is going to be different, your assignments are going to be different, you're going to be pulling more as a guard versus the, versus a center. So many different details that go from moving from one spot to your left on the offensive line. But Harry Miller going back to the center position, some of you may go back to the Michigan State game from last year where he got thrust into that starting center role. Something to keep in mind about that when you saying, I don't want Harry Miller to be the center. He didn't find out he was going to be the center try. I believe, 24 hours before the start of that game. And when you have it snapped in a very, very, very long time, and the first real consistent snaps you're getting are in pregame leading up to the start of that game, you're bound to have one, two, maybe a few snaps that are maybe one's high, maybe one's to the right or to the left, maybe one's too low. You're bound to have that because your hand doesn't have the grip or the feel of the football like it used Two. Seven Banks update on his injury. Looks like he's going to be a whole lot better. He had a couple injuries. It looks like he's going to be A-OK and back on the field. Harry Miller, to be back with the team right now, will be rejoining the team right now after suffering an injury and some health issues that kept him away from the team through the first four weeks of the season. Did you know that Belt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited-time flavor as well. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're definitely missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and even salted caramel. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Go to built.com and use that friendly promo code locked15, L O C K E D one five, and you will get 15% off your next order. Once again, go to built.com and use that friendly promo code locked15 to get 15% off at built.com. We got a little Stroud. We got a little Harry Miller. We got a little Seven Banks. Last but not least, and this next one is something that I have been thinking about for a very, 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 very long time. Any fan of college football has been looking at and thinking about college football expansion. You may not have any deep thoughts about the matter. Matter, You may have all the thoughts about this situation. On September 28th, there was supposed to be a vote about expansion and seeing if things are going to move forward with the 12-team format that was proposed that hit our notifications on our phones and on the Twitter and on the Internet and whatever site you look at to get your sports news and to read all the articles, people were expecting the 12-team format to go through. Little did we know, myself, I know some people inside the SEC, they probably knew Texas Texas, and Oklahoma, would shortly, shortly thereafter, the announcement coming, that they that there was going to be a possible expansion of the playoff in 2023, Texas and Oklahoma announced they would be leaving the Big 12. Well, initial thoughts, initial rumors were exposed, and then all of a sudden they announced they got the in- invite from the SEC. Texas, Texas, and Oklahoma would be going to the SEC, the Southeast, Southeastern Conference, and would be leaving the Big 12 conference. The Big 12 ended up adding four members after that. Um, was a BYU, a Cincinnati, a couple other schools as well that were added to the Big Twelve. So the Big Twelve went from having ten members, losing two, going down to eight, going adding four. Now Texas, Texas, and Oklahoma will not be going to the SEC until so I believe twenty twenty five, unless they end up spending the money on the buyout to leave the Big Twelve conference early, and that puts a big damper. That puts a lot of hesitation by a lot of people that are in the know that are voting on situations just like this on if they should have an expansion if, if they should vote on what was proposed and put in front of them a few or a couple yes a few months ago. Part of the reason here are a few reasons why the playoff expansion vote was put on hold. Will there be a 12 team format? Or will it be an 18 team format? Will it be a 16 team format? Will it be a 16 team format or a 20 team format? Those are all things that are on the table that nobody is on the same page on right now. Some people are, some aren't. So they're saying, ah, we're going to put this bad boy on hold. Uh, the multiple TV partners, now this is very, very key and interesting because ESPN is in bed, and they are the ones that really they broadcast and they run college football. College football is their baby. The NBA, they don't even do all of the playoff games. TNT does some of them, which is also Turner, who has the NBA TV. And so you're going to have games on them, games in the NBA playoffs split up. You're going to have games in the Major League Baseball playoff split up. You're going to have games in the NFL playoff split up. Multiple TV partners. College football is the only one. College basketball, well, it's primarily CBS, but CBS has a contract with Turner, so therefore there are going to be multiple TV networks, but it's under one contract. That's two companies coming together to help broadcast the one of the best sporting events in the US of A. And so multiple TV partners. I firmly think Fox and CBS need to try to find a way to get in rotation. NBC, if you I think NBC NBC could easily get in rotation, if not broadcast the national championship, and one of the playoff games. Find a way to get multiple TV um, broadcast men and find ways to get into all rounds if there is expansion to broadcast more games. You have, TV, you have CBS, you have Fox, you got NBC, and you got ESPN. I know ESPN does not want to give up their rights and everything that goes into them being the main people that focus on this year uh, playoff. But multiple TV partners is amazing, not just for the sport, but also it's going to bring in more money, more ad, more commercials, more revenue. And we all know they're expanding for money. And that's the only reason I know what they say. Oh, we need to have more, more teams and more people involved. I don't think it would happen if it wasn't about the bottom line and they were not going to get more money put into their pockets. The number of games is on the table as far as why some people are hesitant to vote on and go through with a 12 team format. 17 games, a potential 17 games for those people that go from game number one, conference championship game, all the way through the national championship game. So just to put it in comparison, 17 games is the same amount of games that. NFL players are playing right now in their regular season. Yes. 17-game regular season for the NFL, and if you go from start to finish, 17 games for college football players. To put it also in perspective, in the state that I live in, the the state of Indiana, if you go from week one in high school football through the state championship, you're playing 15 games. So you're seeing a little progression. I know Indiana's different. Not every state has the same amount of games that they play in regards to their state tournament. But high school football in Indiana, 15 games. If you go from week one all the way through to winning your state championship game or playing in it, college football potentially is currently 15. Potentially could go from 15 to 17 NFL regular season, 17 game regular season. So adding games, it happens. I mean, college football has been adding games for a while. That's part of the reason why they are holding off on this vote right now for the CFP expansion. Final schedule with extra games. How does a final schedule work? How are you going to have games when when players are in the middle of their finals? Student athlete. I know a lot of people don't like that term, but these individuals, they're students first. They are athletes second. If they don't get their grades, they won't be on the field or on the court playing the sport of their choosing. Automatic bids. When you don't know how many conferences or what teams are going to be in said conferences, you might want to hold off about who's going to have automatic bids if automatic bids is going to be a part of this new format. And that's part of the reason why you can't expand. I mean, you can expand, but it's going to add add a whole lot of wrinkle if a conference folds or if you add an automatic bid for a conference that, well, doesn't really deserve an automatic bid. Also, one other reason, so many reasons about holding off on this vote, the Rose Bowl Dilemma. Now, many people, I like the Rose Bowl. Many of you love the Rose Bowl. I think the setting is amazing. The day of the year, it's amazing. There's so much around this that has been tradition for not just myself, but football fans, college football fans all around the country, Pac-12 country, Big Big Ten country, specifically. The Rose Bowl Dilemma has been huge. The Rose Bowl itself. You're going to have in the in the Rose Bowl. You're going to have well, it's on January 1st. You're going to have the parade. You're going to have the setting. You're going to have the time of day. You're going to have the Big 12 and Big Ten, the Pac-12 and Big Ten contract. Blah 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 blah. And the Rose Bowl does not want to move their date, move their game to coincide with the new expansion and the playoff. I firmly understand it. Not really upset, but that is also a reason why these people in this room are holding off their vote for the college football playoff expansion. Guys, this has been a fun, fun show. Like I mentioned, we're going to be live every Tuesday evening, every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and on my personal Twitter page at JStevens07. Give me a follow. We will have a fun time talking Ohio State football. Basketball media days just went through. Basketball season for Ohio State will be starting very, very soon. And I am excited about the future, not just of the football team, against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. We're going to get more in-depth about them throughout the rest of this week, as well as getting to see what the basketball team does on the basketball court during the upcoming college basketball season.